Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He's taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University. University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an A.S. degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a B.S. degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility, and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Pusatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Okay, welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the show that is designed to talk about innovative ways people can find employment. And today we're talking about individuals who have actually created jobs on their own. They've taken their own skills, abilities, knowledge, passion, and they've molded that into something that they enjoy doing and they're getting paid for it. Uh, Today we have a guest on our show, another guest. And his name is Nick. And Nick is actually an entrepreneur. He owns a business. And uh, he's got a couple of surprises for you. And so uh, the first thing I'm going to say is, how are you doing, Nick? Absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Great. Glad to have you on the show. Thank you for asking me. Great, great, great. Anyway, Nick, tell us a little bit about what you do so that the audience out there knows what it is that you do. In terms of what? In terms of your your life, your business, your profession. What do you do? My life? Well, I'm an avid swing dancer. Okay. And a motorcycle rider. Okay. Troublemaker. Anything else? Guy that loves to have a wonderful time. All righty. And I like running businesses. Okay. And what kind of businesses do you run? Well, my last business that I sold about two and a half years ago was an international jewelry business that I started from nothing in 1985. Okay. Grew to the point that I was bored with it after 27 years. It's a wonderful business. I mm-hmm. sold it. The people that bought it are very, very happy with that business. And I got bored, and I decided to start another importing business. Okay. And the concept is to import uh, product from overseas, uh, fashion handbags and accessories. 
mm-hmm. and I would like to develop a sales force around the country so that we can distribute these products to other parts of the country other than just Florida. Okay. Are there other things that you do in addition to that or have done that you'd like for us to know? Well, as far as my education is concerned. Um, Only what you do. What I do? Yeah, the things you do. Yeah, what do you do? Um like I know you. Yeah, I'm a business coach and a consultant. There we go. Oh, you're yeah. struggling for that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm a business coach and a consultant. And the name of that business is Business Services of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy sharing the knowledge that I have with other business professionals and helping them to uh, improve what it is that they're uh, working on. Great, great, great. Now, what, 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 uh, what made you start all of this? What? What kind of experiences have you gone through or t- jobs that have led you from wherever you started to where you are now? What? It's a broad question. What Be more specific. With Give me so, something more specific. What types of jobs have you had in the past that, that sort of complement what you're doing now? Wow, interesting question. Jobs, many of them. Um, in, the, in the military, I was a fuel and electrical systems repairman. Mm-hmm. And... Um, from there, I worked as a mechanic uh, when I got out of the service. And then some of you might remember the full of brush days. I was a full of brush salesman back in 1964. And um, while I was raising my family, I was earning a living and decided to move on into the insurance business where mm-hmm. I spent about eight years. And I'm proud to say that I was one of the youngest assistant managers that Prudential had ever had. I was 22 or 23 at that time. From there, I went on to college. I do things mm-hmm. backwards sometimes. And uh, in college, I, uh, I uh, studied uh, business. Management was my major. My minor was in economics, and which prepared me to uh, have my own business, mm-hmm. to work my own business. And um, that's where all of the educational elements started. I also sold and was involved in material handling equipment. Mm-hmm. I have a very heavy mechanical background mm-hmm. and uh, natural, and I was able to put all of those skills to use as well as my sales skills. Um, and so that led up to you starting your business? Well, if you got fired from all these jobs, mm-hmm. and, um, well, I'm, you can you – get, I get bored very easily. Okay. So what happened, okay. I, I got – Relieved of command, if mm-hmm. you will, and uh, which at the time were were um, devastating experiences. But as you look back at them, or as time goes on, you realize how rewarding those those uh, experiences can be. Okay, and how 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 did you get into the business coaching side of things? The coaching side of what I'm doing is a, um, a culmination of the years of experiences that I've had in running my own business as well as my education, uh, my sales training experiences, uh, my natural abilities. Uh, I discovered that um, I have a tremendous amount of knowledge that I'm able to share Mm -hmm. with other people. And I enjoy doing that. It's it's very rewarding. Great. So you've taken a lot of your background and just sort of kept meshing it together and meshing it together and you're at a point now where you're doing some things that you enjoy doing and and uh and that's it right absolutely i've been doing people ask me when are you going to retire so well what do you do when you retire and they say well you do whatever you want yeah 
And well, I've been doing that for 27 years. So, All right. So you mean to say that that in reality, we really could do what we want if we only were willing to step out there and give it a shot. The reality is, you should be doing what you want. Yeah, because we've been told that all our lives. Do what we want. Then why aren't you doing? Oh, well, that's why I got you on the show, so you can share with others <laughs> out there that it's possible because all of what we do helps to solve a problem for someone else. And that's, that's really the purpose of the show is so that you can take your skills and abilities and interests and passion and go out there and tell someone what you can do to help them solve their problem. Identify a need and go fill it. And from there, we can actually create jobs. Anyway, so... In, in 2008, I published my first book. The author, too. And the title of that book is Who Sleeps in Your Skin? Hmm. And it's on the vein that we're discussing right now, and that is to be the person that you choose to be, not what others want you to be. Okay. So in addition to an entrepreneur and a businessman and a coach, you're also an author. And now you're becoming a speaker even. And I also was asked to co-author another book. And the title of that book is How Did You Do That? And my chapter in that book is Learn to Fly Solo. Great. And that book was also driven to number one bestseller. Uh, So you could say that I'm a number one bestselling author also. Okay. Well, I know you were multi-talented, and I wanted you to come in here and share some of those talents. Anyway, we'll be right back with a message from our sponsor, and, uh, you know, we'll be right back. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve jobs and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? 
Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. To the Employment Opportunity Hour, and uh, we were we were here talking to Nick, uh, who's an entrepreneur, a writer, and author, and and businessman, and job coach. He's a multi-talented man. And so, 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 Nick, I just wanted to ask you, uh, uh, why are you doing the business that you're doing now? What prompted that? Well, I, I see a need to offer additional services to merchants. I did that for 27 years, um, providing a product that they can make money with, that they can earn mm-hmm. a living with, to enhance their value to their customer mm-hmm. by providing a product that I can provide that merchant. Okay. To create uh, sales positions for people so that uh, they will then go out and deliver the message to the merchant and they can make a a decent wage. So in your business, in your business right now, you actually uh, have job openings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Well, tell us a little bit about the job openings. What are you looking for? Tell us our audience out there because there's possibly somebody out there waiting for you. The job description very simply is I'm looking for those people who have the skills to create relationships with merchants and be able to deliver a message smoothly uh, and productively to that merchant where the product that we are offering benefits that merchant okay and are are you looking for established people or are you looking for entry level or experienced uh, what type of person would be the ideal person what i'm looking for is someone who knows that they have the ability to develop relationships with people because selling really is all about relationship mm-hmm. building oh. so it doesn't matter what your background is as long as you know you like and you it. can demonstrate that you can build those relationships like with people okay okay so those of you that are out there you like selling you have have a natural knack or a sense that this is part of your gift. Here's a here's a person that has some job openings and and uh, he's looking right now. He has a new. It's an international business, or absolutely that? right. Yes. Right now, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's international okay. in scope in terms of right. of, of product, mm-hmm. but it would be. Um, uh, across the country right now in terms okay. of selling. So right. I'm looking to cover any hamlet, any town, mm-hmm. any city within our our country right mm-hmm. now, Okay, including so, the Caribbean, I might add. Okay, so any of you out there that, that think that you like getting in front of people, talking to people, building relationships with people of all at all levels, here are here's a person or a company whereby they have job openings right now. And uh, Nick, if if someone wanted to contact you, how would they do that? Well, Morse code is okay, but since I don't know it, I guess it wouldn't work. So okay. <clears throat> you might want to pick up the telephone mm-hmm. and call me at 727-785-9554. Or you could send me an email mm-hmm. at B-I-Z tb at tampabay.rr.com. Okay, you may want to repeat that again. The yeah. telephone number is 727-785-9554. And my email address is bizotb at tampabay.rr.com. 
Okay, so so you're out there. We we have employers. We're going to be soliciting more employers, and you employers out there that have job openings, we want to be able to help you out as well. So feel free to give us a call. You can call the station here at seven two seven four four one three thousand. At seven two seven four four one three thousand, ask us your questions, or you can also send an email. Just listen to the advertisements that we have, and and that will provide the email that you may want to send that to. Anyway, Nick, I want to say thank you for coming on our show. And, yes, they can give you a call. Go ahead. It's okay to jump in. Yes, you Uh, would like to call me at 727-785-9554. And, again, my email address is B-I-Z. OTB at tampabay.rr.com. And, and again, we're looking for individuals who would like to uh, call on retail stores in, in a territory um, of, that would be comfortable for them to, to work. And we're looking to, um, to fill any hamlet, town, and city in the United States and the Caribbean. Great, great. Well, anyway, uh, Nick, I'm glad to, to. I've been calling you Nick. Would you like to tell us your whole full name? Or Nicholas anything? Raymond De Stefano oh. is my name. Oh, and don't okay. confuse me with my son. My son is a master jeweler. I don't have those skills. Okay, but anyway, Nick, uh, thank thank you for the volunteer to coming on our show. We know that as an employer, you actually have jobs, and and you, based on your past experience, you've actually created jobs based on the things that you're good at that you enjoy doing which is what our show is designed to do. And so any of you others out there that have innovative ways that you can share to our listening audience, again, feel free to give us a call at 441-3000. And any of you that are out there looking for a job, we want to be able to find you a job literally right on the air. And so just give us a call as well. Again, that number is 727-441-3000. And we will... It's time for us to take a break by our sponsor, and we'll be right back uh, with the Employment Opportunity Hour. This is Gene Hodge, and your master expert designed to help you answer all of your questions so you find the type of employment that you will want to enjoy doing. for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. 
Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatonic Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. mentioned that you were an author. I, I know you're a, an established business person, a business coach. I've gotten uh, a ton of, of referrals and comments on, on your ability to help others to expand their business. I know you've even helped me in the past, but you're also an author. Uh, tell us a little bit about your book, because uh, it's a great book for people to really discover uh, themselves. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. When I sold my international jewelry business about two and a half years ago, I had the time to uh, write the book that I had been thinking about 10 years, Mm -hmm. over a 10-year period. And what's that title again? The title of the book is Who Sleeps in Your Skin? Wow, wow. And I had the opportunity to uh, go overseas, nice and quiet, where I like to be, Mm. and write my thoughts down. And at the same time, I was doing my marketing research. And I discovered that the people were intrigued with what I was writing. And that helped me to further develop my book. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of concepts in the book that I developed when I was overseas also. And overseas was in Italy mm-hmm. at my homeland. Okay. Um, and um, I published that book in 2008. Great. And essentially the book is about, it, it, it has three analogies, one of which I will tell you about. It's the main theme. And I liken us humans to that of a river where we have an origin or a beginning and we have a destiny. Mm-hmm. And I compare us to that of the river. And you have to read about those comparisons. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this, that you can't stop a river. Mm -hmm. You can dam it, but you can't stop it. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. The book is designed to motivate you to be the person that you choose to be. And I say that because I firmly believe that a lot of us are working ourselves into the position that we think someone else wants us Mm -hmm. to be in. And we should be working into the position we We choose to be in. So obviously we haven't done enough thinking or maybe we're just not aware. And the book serves that purpose that it does help you to think and does make you aware of whatever it is that's holding you back from moving forward. And how can we get that book? I'll give you a plug on the book too. Very easily. (laughs) You can go to WSIYS.com 
That's W-S-I-Y-S dot com mm-hmm. for who sleeps in your skin. Okay. W-S-I-Y-S dot com. And, if, and you can read a little bit more about that book. And if you wish to purchase it, you simply purchase right from there. And if people call you and they want it, will you autograph it for them? Absolutely. At 727-785-9554. Great. Great. Say that again. 727 727- 785-9554. If you prefer to send me an e- email, it's WSIYS at TampaBay.RR.com. Great, great. WSIYS at com. Okay, so now you hear it from a multi-talented person because we all have those unique skills and abilities. We're unique. I call it the hodgepodge concept, but we all have unique skills and abilities, motivation, passion, drive. We've already been demonstrated, and we have someone in our audience. Nick is well. He's demonstrating all of what he's doing, and I guess you're enjoying your life, too, right? Absolutely. Great. It's the only way to go around, right? Why not? Great. Anyway, thank you, Nick. Thanks for taking the time out to come by and see us. We'd love to have you come back on the show, talk about maybe some of those unique uh, Pacific experiences that you've had and some Certainly. of the curries. And But thank you very much for coming, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back pretty soon. You're very welcome. Great. Thank you. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value in obtaining and maintaining job opportunities? You should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? 
Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge, who's live in studio as we speak. And uh, Gene, what uh, are you going to maybe fill us in on how to how to prepare for a job search, or how we have to prepare ourselves to go out there and yeah. hit the bricks and start yeah. looking for something? I sure am, because we just got you hearing from an employer telling us what he's looking for, as well as many other employers out there. They're all looking for people. And I'm going to give you some ideas in terms of what you need to do to be prepared to take on these jobs so that when you get in front of someone, you're actually being the best person that you can be. First of all, you just heard from an employer. All he was looking for was people who would like to sell or like to perform. Didn't have any other requirements. Most likely, you know other people who are performing and the other people just don't care about all the requirements because the name of the game is can you produce. However, let me give you some ideas as to what you need in order to apply for to apply for some of those jobs so that when you step out, you are the best that you can be. First of all, you need to be aware of yourself in terms of who you are. So you must Take out the time to look back at your background. What do you know how to do? What are some of the skills and abilities that you possess that go into making up jobs and be aware of what it is that you know how to do? Keep, keeping in mind that all jobs, 100% of all jobs, is because somebody has a problem, somebody is looking for a solution, somebody is looking for somebody to help them solve their problem. Once you understand that you are trying to solve somebody else's problem, you can tell them how you would do it based on the job you've had in the past, based on those use of skills and abilities to help them understand that you know how you would solve it if you had the opportunity. Because it's very important to become aware of what it is that you know how to do. And some of those things that you may know how to do, and especially in today's times, you may know how to use a computer. But you may know how to greet people. You may know how to smile. You may know how to move furniture around. You may know how to make, how to take measurements or use specific types of machinery. It's the kinds of things that you know how to do that can help someone solve a problem. So that's the first thing. You need to have awareness of what it is that you have. Second thing is you got to be able to present it in a way that lets the listener know that you know what you're talking about. So. And so presenting is something that you must be able to do, is understand how to present. The next thing is understand who do you tell, and I'm going to say you tell everybody. The reason being is because most people are going to ask you what do you want to do, and you should be telling everybody. If they're not asking you, you should be going to them and saying, I'm looking for something to do, and I'm not really sure what it is, but I'm looking for something that involves travel, construction, and working with machinery. 
You can help them out by identifying some of the skills and abilities that you're good at doing, that you enjoy doing, and you're telling them or asking them. So you've got to know how to assess yourself and then present it. And I'm going to say use networking. Networking is because everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. And here in the greater Tampa Bay area, there's actually an organization. It's called Free Networking International. If you went out on the website, you typed in Free Networking International dot com and look in the Tampa Bay area, you would actually find several places where you can go. One of the things that they're going to ask you is to present yourself. They're going to give you 35 seconds to a minute to produce, to introduce yourself, and you want to be able to produce yourself as best as you can. It really doesn't matter because there'll be people there that will help you to fine-tune your presentation. That's the place to practice. You want to go places where you can practice long before you get in front of the real people and try to introduce yourself. So you got to know what it is that you need. Because the first thing is to become aware of, of who you are, what you know how to do, so you can talk about what you know how to do and how you can help them solve their problem. Next thing is knowing how to present it. That's, that's to speak it. In some cases, you may, you may want to bring along a little folder that shows things that you've done in the past that kind of support that, that the other people have said that you've done. And the third thing is knowing how to network. How do you get out there and tell people? Because people know people who know people who know people. What you want to do is to build a network of that. The next thing you need is to have a resume. A resume is no bit more than a document that describes what you know how to do, but it should be almost exactly the way you spoke it or the way you told people what it is that you know how to do. Anyway, so, so the resume is a piece of paper that's designed to represent you. Its purpose is so that you can send it ahead of time. You can give it to someone. You can mail it. And the purpose is that once you get in front of somebody, you can repeat the questions that they're going to ask you. And they're, going to, they're always going to ask you what's your background. You want to repeat what it is that you wrote on that piece of paper called a resume. It's also a piece of paper that can lead. It's a piece of paper that allows you to leave it behind. The purpose is so that when, when, when the listener reviews it again, they now know what you look like, what you sound like, your body language, your attitude. They know all those things, and so they're able to remember what it is that you told them by looking at the resume. So the resume has to be detailed enough to tell them something about you. It has to be something they can skim over in 30 seconds to a minute. That's how come your presentation should be 30 seconds to a minute, which means they must be in sync. You must use the same words almost the same words that you have on that piece of paper, and you want to include everything that you said. The worst thing that you can do is to miss something and not be able to repeat it, so they're reading one thing and you're saying another. At that point, which one is the truth? And at that point, you've lost the listener. So it's important to understand how to be prepared. The next thing is a cover letter, but... I'm going to talk about cover letters in just a second. We're going to take a time out for our sponsor, and we'll be right back. But uh, get ready, and we'll tell you how to get prepared. This is Gene Hodge on the Employment Opportunity Hour. Give us a call at 727-441-3000.
for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. And now back to the Employment Opportunity Hour with Gene Hodge in studio. Gene, you, uh, we're going to talk okay. about how to do a cover letter, huh? Yeah, cover letters. Because a lot of us are taught, we're taught about cover letters, but in some cases we really do not understand what a cover letter is. So I'm going to tell you what a cover letter is and how it should be written. And you can get a chance to think about it for yourself. The first thing is that a cover letter should never, 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 never be addressed to whom it may concern. Think of it this way. When you get junk mail in the mail that says to the resident or current resident or head of household, hopefully you know that's not intended for you. A cover letter says exactly the same thing. People get paid in their jobs, the human resource people, the interviewers, they get paid to help find resources for their company. And they at least want to know you've done enough homework at least to know their name. And so the cover letter should always address, always be addressed to a specific person and their job title. That's the first thing. Always address it to a specific person. This way that person will get it. Now, a cover letter should be broken up into three paragraphs. First paragraph should always identify where you saw the article, what newspaper, what date, and the position that you have an interest in or that you would like to apply for. That's all that first paragraph should say. The reason is because employers advertise in various media, they want to know where their readers are coming from. Okay, so the first paragraph should always identify what job, what date, what newspaper, magazine, or wherever you saw it on the Internet. Always identify where you saw it. That's what the first paragraph should say. Second paragraph should always address what can you do to solve their problem? 
What can you do that says you can perform that job? You should only address the things that you know that you can do within that job, which are the skills and abilities that they're looking for. If you're lacking some skill or ability, just leave it out. Do not address it. Because jobs are made up of multiple skills and abilities. If you're lacking one or two skills or abilities, they can train you for those. What you want to do is put in the skills and abilities you have utilized that you would solve their problem. And you always must talk about how you would do it because only you have your unique skill set. We're all, we all are unique. I call it the hodgepodge mix. We all have a unique mix of skills. And based on our past experiences, we've developed great skills. We've developed motivation, passion, interest. And over time, we've developed experience. But no one can do it the way you can do it. So that second paragraph should always address the way you would solve their problem for them. The third paragraph should always address what it is that you want to do next. And you should say something like you would like to have an opportunity to meet with them. And it should always say you want to meet with them. Hopefully you never say I'm going to wait for you to call me. Because if people got to wait to call you, you most likely you're not going to get a call because they're busy. So imagine it this way. If you're looking for a job in the newspaper, out on the Internet, imagine you filling out an application sending in a cover letter or a resume applying for that one job. If you're aware of today's conditions in terms of people looking for a job, imagine the interviewer or the people in personnel getting 100, 150 applications or resumes or cover letters for that one job. How are they going to find you out of that stack? Hopefully you should try to get out of that stack so that you're not one of the stack. One way you can get out of that stack is strictly through networking. Another way you can get out of that stack is because you can pick up the phone if you know who the person is. You can pick up the phone and give them a call and ask, can you meet with them? That's really all you've got to do. They would respect that, admire that, because they know you took the time out to make the call because you're serious about wanting a job. And hopefully it's the job that you want. And so, so that's another thing in terms of getting prepared that the cover letter will do. Now, let me tell you about jobs and, and applications. First thing is, if you are looking on the Internet or looking in a newspaper, there are many reasons jobs are advertised in the paper or on the Internet that have nothing to do with a job. I'm not going to take time out to talk about all those right now, but I'm going to talk about the ones that do have anything to do with a job. A real job most likely will have a real person's name to contact. And the reason it'll have a real person is because the company's paying that person to be the contact person. And so real companies want the advertising. And so real companies will have their name, they'll have the person to contact, their position, their title, and most cases their phone number. The reason is because they get paid to do that job to represent the company. Most likely that is a real job. If you, if you see a job that says send your resume to a post office box, most likely that is no job. As simple as that. However, that's the way a lot of people do research. They try to find out how many lawyers are unemployed, how many carpenters, how many engineers, and they create these fictitious jobs 
in order for people to apply to them so they can find out how many people in a particular area is looking for work or out of work. That's how they get all that data. We go give it to them. So you want to make sure that if you're spending time sending in resumes and cover letters, you want to send it to a real job. And and hopefully you're not sending anything in. Hopefully you're making a phone call in order to do that. Now, the next thing is applications. If you're filling out applications online or something, I'm going to suggest if you're if you're new and coming out of school and uh, you have limited work experience, I'm going to suggest that you should be filling out applications and still making a phone call so the person can review your application and they know you're serious. The experienced worker, if you've been sending out resumes and filling out applications, you have five or ten years of experience, hopefully you realize how many results that you have gotten how many returns you have gotten. If you haven't gotten any, you should stop. And I'm going to use the word stop. The reason being is because experienced workers probably have enough contacts in companies or resources whereby they can network their way into companies. Because what you want to use is every advantage that you can, every edge that you can, in order to get to the right person. Networking will get you to the right person. Again, if you're not familiar with networking, go get involved in some networking groups so you can understand what takes place in terms of that and how do you begin to network to do that. So so that's what you want to do. Now, the application is already fixed by the company. And so it's important to know that the application, it represents a job that the company wants. What the company or the employer wants to know, they want to know who you are. The worst thing you can do is design a resume for one job that meets the application. That's what the application's for. The resume is supposed to be about you, so you tell whoever reads it your background. How did you gain all those other skills and abilities? Where have you been? What have you done? That's what the resume's for. It's supposed to tell people who you are. A lot of people make the mistake. They'll create a job application and a resume that almost says the same thing without understanding that the people who are receiving this are getting the exact same information. People want to know about you. That's what the resume is for. Now, the resume, it should be only one or two pages. And when we come back, I'll explain why it should only be one or two pages so that you aren't aren't just sending out anything and you're sending out something that represents you. Anyway, this is the Employment Opportunity Hour. This is Gene Hodge, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, 
find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. Looking for a job? Wondering what you can do? Call us here in the studio right now at 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about resumes, interviewing, job searching, cover letters, creating an image, assessing your skills and abilities and experience, where to look for jobs? Call us live in the studio now at 727-441-3000. We have the answers. Do you have questions about your age, race? Are you a veteran, a minority, a professional? Do you have a disability? We have the answers. Call us live in studio right now at the Employment Opportunity Hour. Call 727-441-3000. That's 441-3000. Or send us an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. Okay, yeah, wake up out there. Wake up to recognize what are are people doing out there to find work? What can you do to find your own work? Many people we've already had on the show, they've they've created jobs simply by telling people what they would like to do. That's a question you've been asked all of your life. It's understanding the importance of that answer of telling people what it is that you like to do. I started out by or ended up talking about resumes. Because there's a lot of misconceptions out there, and I said a resume should be one or two pages, and that's all. Here's the reason why, and you should ask everyone you run into why and how long it should be. If you're just getting started, you're fresh out of school or college, you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old or so, and you've had a limited working knowledge or background or no jobs at all, Your resume should be one page. The reason it should be one page is because you do not have that much working experience. And you know people are always looking for experienced workers. So a one-page resume is sufficient. Any additional schooling, any special programs, any special skill programs or trade programs, anything that enhances the way you look should be on that resume that says you're trying to do something to better yourself and you're looking to help somebody solve their problem. Just should be one page. If you are an experienced worker between the ages of 25 and I'm going to say 50 or 55, you should have a two-page resume. 
The reason you should have a two-page resume is because you want the reader to read what you have been through, the types of development you received, the different types of skills and abilities you have gotten, and the additional responsibilities you have gained over time working for other employers. And so it should be two pages, and it should include enough that tells enough about the about the type of person that you are, and we'll talk about the content in another show, but it should include all of what you want the other people to learn about you, and it should be two pages. Now, if you have already attained supervisory level, director level, vice president level, president level over time, and based on age and time, if you had attained those levels and you're looking for a level for jobs at those levels, director, vice president, then you should have a one-page resume. And the reason you should have a one-page resume is because you could not have attained those levels without coming through all the other levels as you as you grew up and got older, taking on additional responsibility. You, know, you don't have to explain it all. It's because the only people you're going to be talking to are your peers who are also presidents and vice presidents and directors. And so all you need is a one-page resume because it's all about the responsibilities that you've had. And anyway, so that's how long a resume should be. And later on, we should talk about, I'll talk to you about the content. Anyway, so, so, so what I'd like to have you do is to think about how could you prepare a resume. The best way to prepare a resume is to write, sit down and write out the things you know how to do. And if you have a hard time doing that, go back to look at what you were doing at certain ages, like age 16, age 18, age 24, 25, 40, 50. If not, go back and look at the responsibilities you had based on the past employers that you have and write all of that out because it's inside of you. It's in your mind. You're the one carrying the skills and abilities, and so you must write it out. You must get it out of your head and write it. Another way of getting it out of your head is to sit down in front of a tape recorder and talk about what you've done. Once it's out of your head, we can take it, twist it, turn it, bend it, and mold it into something that really represents you that you can speak to. So that's that's the importance of that. What I want you to do is to go do that, and I want you to go back out there this week and get in front of people and tell them what you want to do. Go do it your way. And then give us a call next week and tell us your experience. I'm waiting to hear if someone call up and tell me they got their ideal job because they followed it. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge. We'll see you next week on the Employment Opportunity, and we're out of here. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, and Wesley Chapel. And KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas.